What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Rant Network, a podcast hosted by myself, Stuart Briskell, and David Solomon, where we bring you unfiltered, uncensored conversation on a wide range of topics. Our podcast is dedicated to giving you a platform to express your opinion, share your thoughts, experiences, and ideas, and hear from a variety of perspectives and honest opinions. Join us as we dive into the latest, right, news, pop culture, politics, and so much more. From rants about absurdity of modern life to discuss about the deeper issues affecting our society, we got you covered. Sit back, relax, and join us on a journey of discovery and exploration. It's time to join the Rant Network. David, love the intro. Hey, listen, come back, boss. It's nice to be back in one piece, no broken bones. But, yeah, you know, speaking, speaking of broken bones, you know, we've been breaking the back of Whoopi Goldberg from The View for about two years now with her absurdity or stupidity and her just blatant disregard for any normalcy whatsoever. So, you know, the, I just want to be fair that for the first time in a long time, we're actually going to give praise to the Goldberg. What do you think? Well, let's start from saying why. And, you know, what? one of the fascinating things is if you listen to some people on the left, some liberals, some so-called progressives, whatever, the Bill Mars of this world, for example, they're worried. They're very concerned that the hard left, the AOC-driven socialism, Bernie Sanders type of socialism, this woke mentality that you're seeing, you know, all over in universities and in politics and whatever, has really gone too far. Now, in history, governments have always tried to censor books. Education is one of those things that scares autocratic governments. It scares people who want to control the minds and people's thoughts. And you've heard of book burning over generations. Well, there's a new form of book burning right now, and that is called re-editing. That's what they're calling it, re-editing. And if you are a fan, of, like I am, of Ian Fleming, who did the James Bond series, or if you've had the pleasure of reading to your children Roald Dahl's books such as Matilda, James and the Giant Peach, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, these were beloved children's stories that you've read over time. However, today's generation is grossly offended by the wording in these books and want them censored. That's right, censored. So, for example, in James and the Giant Peach, there's a character, Miss Sponge. It's no longer described as the fat one. Miss Spider's head is not black anymore. And the earthworm has given up its lovely pink skin for lovely smooth skin. So what's happened here, and it's going on in all kinds of books, is the way we used to write. The way we used to think of society, since it's now no longer accepted by the woke generation, and it's horrifically offensive, it must be rewritten, censored, edited. And Whoopi Goldberg, of all people on The View, and, and, and Stuart, your, your, your intro was perfectly spot on. Whoopi Goldberg, who we've condemned numerous times over the two years that we've been doing the Rant Network, for once came out with a mark saying, no, this is not the way to do it. When Mark Twain was trying, they tried to censor 
you know, all of his books because they were referring to African-American children in a certain way in the book and they wanted to edit it, burn the books, the whole thing. Even Whoopi Goldberg said, no, no, it's not about editing, but educating and teaching. And if necessary, put a freaking disclaimer on the front of the book and says, folks, what you're about to read might, you know, was written in such and such a period of time and could come back and could have a few words that might feel offensive, but considering the content, the, the times and whatever. Now, Stuart, I'm just going to share with you the story. And I'm going to throw the ball right at you, man. I went to go visit my son with my wife to go. He was, uh, he was the um, costume consultant. That's a cute term um, for a play, nine to five. If you remember the uh, Dolly Parton movie back in the early 80s. Oh, which, yeah. Which, which the, the movie and then the, the new play was talking about sexual harassment in the workplace. It was a comedy. It was fun. It was ever. Yep. And so when we went to go see the play in the little you know brochure um, that they gave out, <laughs> there was a page long, literally page long set of disclaimers. This contains sexual harassment. This contains sexual content, sexual innuendo, offensive language. The list went on. And at the bottom, it said, and I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I just have, but if you need to speak to a therapist, here's a number or an email, you can contact them. And so this, you know, we, we saw the play, play of everything that they said, but let's be realistic. There was a list of disclaimers. So you knew what you're getting into. So do we really need to edit books, Stuart? Do we really need to do this? Well, David, some people argue that the increased sensitivity to social justice issues has led to a form of censorship, right? Particularly when it comes to books that are seen as problematic or offensive to the woke population. For example, they have been calls to remove other books like To Kill a Mockingbird, Huckleberry Finn from school curriculums just because of their racial slurs and stereotypes. However, it is important to note that the calls for change in the way books are viewed is not necessarily censorship. It's a possibility to engage critical discussions and reevaluate the way we interpret the text, necessarily banning them outright. In fact, many most significant literary works have been subject to ongoing critical interpretations and debate. Ultimately, the relationship between woke culture and censorship is a nuisance of, uh, and is ongoing conversation, right? It's important to recognize the issues. And like you said, putting a disclaimer is one way, uh, like you put on a pack of cigarettes, like the way you put it on any drugs or medications that you take. But at the end of the day, the, the, you know, the harmful stereotyping of, of the narratives of these great works of art, no different than the Mona Lisa or David that's in Italy, right? You know, naked, hanging with balls. I mean, there was a priest that walked around with a hammer and broke the balls off of all the statues, knocked the tits off of all the statues. You know, it wasn't appropriate and it was considered a destruction of the please largest part of modern please art. my friend for his four-letter use of the word breasts, please. I'm not apologizing for it at all. And, and, and I'm not being censored for it because I, I don't really care. I, I think the fact of the matter is, the, you know, what percentage of the population is transgender? What percent of the population is not heterosexual? <laughs> and, and by saying, hang on, hang on, hang on. The sensitivity is important. You got to be considerate. But to change an entire book, like Annie, 
Annie was a little white girl as an orphan, orphan Annie. They redid the movie, made her a black girl. Okay. They didn't do it because the best actress was a black girl, not a white girl. They did it because they wanted to rewrite the story. But I have an objection. Oh, I no. think they made the orphan black girl to being more racist than having little orphan Annie, little white girl. I'm not sure. I so I, I, the concept, I don't agree the concept. with you're going with this, man. I don't agree with this at all. Which are which are you know? you're, you're confusing it a little bit because you're talking about you know what when they cast all these these you know nowadays whether it's Little Mermaid or Little Orphan Annie with African American actresses. The the reality is this is what they're calling balance. It's not about rewriting a story. They didn't rewrite Annie. They all they did is rebalance the type of acting. You know, this is not it. If you would have written in the script exactly what you just said, that instead of saying Little Orphan Annie, you said Little Orphan Blue. I agree with you wholeheartedly that that is completely... Um, yeah, but, they, but they, they've done it in other subtle ways. You know, James Bond has always been a male, but you know, gregarious, you know, uh, homogenistic, uh, you know... Womanizing, you know, women are blah, blah, you know, blah. But you know, but yeah, story, I, in the name. But even the names that they used, Lucy Galore, they used Jamie you, know, you know, other other things that they said in there, the drinking, the smoking, whatever. Look, this was what Ian Fleming wrote in the 1950s. This is what Roald Dahl, and he died over 30 years ago. The times were different. The attitudes were different. I'm not excusing it. Believe you me, if someone said to me, hey, let's, you know, I'm, I want to, let me sell you Mein Kampf. You know, I'm, I'm not, you know, that's filled with racism. I don't want to see that, you know. But at the same time, we have to understand historical context. And you know what? What's next? Are you going to go into Shakespeare, who was as much of a uh, of a of a racist as possible? And the reason he used racism is because it sold better. I mean, yep. the Merchant of Venice, a great example. It's laced with non, oh, you know, nonstop. I know, uh, I'm not a half Jew, and he's a Shylock, and oh, I know, right, David, yeah. you're 100 right. You know. But again, so we want to go in defense of Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, that's her whole rant is what it's about. It's like we're actually defending Whoopi Goldberg today for the first time in two plus years for actually calling out the insanity. I mean, listen, I understand if you have a new work and you want to write a balanced script, go for it. To go and rewrite a script on the guise of your rebalancing, I think it's ridiculous. <clears throat> that's like redoing Fred Flintstone. I'm making Barney yeah, or yeah, Fred a black person and Barney a white person. No, or the other no, way around. There's no, or, or, or having Fred and Wilma being a biracial cuff company and having Bam Bam as being gay and uh, Pebbles as being transgender. I mean, you just can't do that to literary works of art. But that's what they're doing. They're doing it. The Archies, for example, they've re, they've redone a, a, a you know a Velma as is a whole you know they have a whole story about her, you know, and they've completely wokeified Scooby her. Doo, you know? Scooby Doo, Wilma, Scooby Doo. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. But uh, what did right. I say? Before? Not Archie. You said Archie. Archie. Scooby Doo. You're right, 100. Sorry, not Archie. But although apparently even the Archies, they're looking to to kind of rejig. You know, but when we looked at Wilma when we were kids. We didn't think of her as being transgender. Didn't think of her being gay. We didn't think about her being a girl boy. We reflected her as being a homely girl. Yeah, but you can't. You, can, you know what's that's the problem. The problem is, and I'll, and I'll tell you, I'll, I'll quote. I'll quote Whoopi because this is something that I'll, I'll probably not do another time. But whatever, she goes. Y'all got to stop this, okay? Just put a disclaimer that says, "Listen, this this." Put was written. This book was written at the t at this time, or put out the original and what y'all have done, because kids should have the right to read how people thought, 
So they didn't know how to make the change. Now, I'm not, uh, you know, I, I agree with, with what she's saying. We don't talk to people the way they used to. We don't deal with people the way they used to. Listen, listen if you're going to put the disclaimer on something like that, Whoopi needs to advance her statement. Richard Pryor and uh, uh, what, what do we got? What's his name here? Uh, does all those uh, movies. Eddie Murphy. Uh, Eddie Murphy. You know, they should put a disclaimer out there before all of their broadcasts, just the same as they want to change it. And I love both these guys. They're some of the greatest comics of our generation. 100%. Yet, oh, they, they can say what they want, but if you try and say it, you're going to get massacred. Same disclaimer has got to go for everyone. Looks, we're, we're seeing this in Dr. Seuss books. We're seeing this in a lot of other places where people are just trying to rewrite history. And frankly, yeah. it, it's not it. What it is, and I agree, you know, these disclaimers, you know, unfortunately, you know, or fortunately, call it what you want. We're more advanced, less advanced. I have no idea. Well, I know that we don't talk to women the way, you know, you see this in the James Bond movie. We don't do those type of things. Like that. I get it. However, this is a reflection of the, the era, and it's not to be taken. And again, literary works, which are fiction, take it for what it is, folks. We're not talking about the Bible. We're not talking no. about, you know, we're not but talking David, about. David, but I don't hear about calling censorship on Woodstock. You know, if it was a liberal cause, I'm trying to give you an other side. But don't give them ideas because the next thing they're going to do is they're going to listen. The problem right now is you know, what I'm trying to say is if you want to have a liberal bias and want to rewrite, as we call it, rewriting, rebalancing, changing, well, then you need to change the narrative from the basic, most fundamental peace concert that ever existed, which is the original Woodstock. You know, look, I, I, let's change the narrative on that. Look, you know, I find it funny because it was not just Whoopi, but even Anna Navarro and Sarah Haynes on, on the show were like literally saying, you got to stop this. Even Anna Navarro said they were overdoing it by removing gender specific words for the Oompa Loompa characters in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And I think that this is where if, if you know, I, art and the literary works and whatever, we got to leave this alone and we got to yep. learn. From it. But what I do love and I and with this will we'll end our, our rant for the for, for today. Stuart, kudos. To some of these liberals who are finally saying, enough, you're going too far, it's time to stop. This is not right. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in and listening to the Rant Network, wherever you get your podcast, videocast, we're out there for you. We hope you enjoyed the conversation, gained some valuable insights. We appreciate your support and hope you'll join us again next time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, for a thought-provoking conversation, noon Eastern. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us on social media. Share your thoughts with us, private message if you don't uh, want to be out there. We understand a lot of people are afraid of uh, our topics and don't want to be tagged all the time, but we get it. Remember, we're always interested in hearing your views. Learning about topics is, is how we get them is from you guys. Next time, you know, love you. Keep ranting. Keep raving. David, time to say goodbye. Have a good day, everyone. Cheers.